Hello, this is your host, Alfred, from CanvasTendon.com, and we are going to go over the early lines for week 11 here. Um, been doing this exercise all year and definitely caught some value as these lines initially come out. Now, we have had some technical difficulties, and I was informed my original... Um, my original recording did not have any audio, so it was just the background music. And so this is coming to you later than I would like it to. Um, but we are going to take a look here at the early lines and maybe some of these even changed since they are originally released. But um, what we were looking at right away was the Louisville line at Clemson. So, you know, and it's dropped even further and I and I'm still buying Clemson here. So this line on the look ahead was Louisville plus 13 and a half traveling to Clemson. Clemson goes up to Notre Dame, gets beat. Uh, pretty ugly game, 35 to 14 or 35 to seven, something like that. And uh, now this line reopened at Louisville plus nine. It then was 8.5 when I recorded earlier. It is now down to Louisville plus seven. Clemson just needs to cover a touchdown. I'm all over this line. Uh, I just do not think that, I mean, at this point, we're talking about a full touchdown because Clemson went up and got beat by, you know, a surging Notre Dame team with a very, very good defense. And, you know, they had a good game plan. They, DJU made some mistakes. They put in Clay Klubnik, who made an immediate mistake down inside his own, like, 20-yard line, threw a pick. They got it. That was at 14 nothing. They then got an easy touchdown to go up 21 nothing. And honestly, that that point, the game was uh, pretty much uh, over, down 21 nothing. But I, you know, Louisville is a totally different team than Notre Dame. Like these these teams are not comparable. Louisville is played better than when they started this season. But I at this point, if you're telling me the numbers and metrics had this as 13.5, I am not going to let a bad night at Notre Dame erase an entire touchdown of spread here. Give me Clemson minus seven. All their, you know, motivation should not be a concern here. They need to win uh, a few ACC games to fully lock in that side of the bracket. Um, I think they're pretty much in the ACC title game. Uh, they may have lost their playoff aspirations, but these guys want to go and they want to they want to beat their ACC opponents. They want to win the ACC. I don't think motivation here is going to be a huge problem. We also looked at Kansas State. That was another one that changed quite a bit from the look ahead the week prior. So those look ahead lines uh, are released about Wednesday night, Thursday, prior, you know, 10 days basically before the game. And now we're getting, they, they then go off the board on Saturday and now they get re-put on Sunday. And that's what we're looking at here. So Kansas State was a one and a half point underdog at Baylor next week. It's it then opened at three and a half. It's now down to three. Give me Kansas State all day. Um, you know, they lost to a good Texas team. Uh, but now I go to a Baylor team that I don't think you can compare who did just beat Oklahoma. So I think that what we have here is for the Clemson and this Baylor game, I think we've got some immediate perception. And so the books, you know, the books have their number and via metrics, stats, all that math, all that nerd stuff, they have their number. And then I do think that these games, they will shade one way or the other because they know public perception is going to drive bets. And they don't really care about who wins the game. They just want even money on both sides. And so 
for instance, this Kansas State game here, Kansas State gets beat by Texas. Baylor goes out, beats a big name in Oklahoma. If their numbers said one and a half last week, but they put one and a half now, they know they're just going to get tons of money on Baylor because of immediate reaction and what just happened this past weekend. So they shade it a little bit higher. I mean, I personally don't see how that one game would have been worth pushing all the way through three and then opening three and a half. And now it's back at three. I just don't believe that one game caused that much of a line movement. I think they knew public perception was going to go one way. So they opened the new line. Same with the Clemson. And that's continued to get bet down a whole lot on that whole, on that Clemson game. So money's coming in. People are fading Clemson. I think that's a mistake. And I think it's a mistake to fade Kansas State here. I would definitely bet Kansas State plus three. And earlier, you'll never hear it, but I said that line's going to keep coming down from Kansas State from that opening of three and a half. And sure enough, it did. Another one I highlighted was North Carolina, who look ahead was North Carolina plus five. It reopened in North Carolina plus three. It's now up to three and a half. I think it's going to come down towards North Carolina by the end of the week. I would always take North Carolina points, fade them when they're favorites, bet them when they're dogs, because that offense is basically going to make everything a one-score game. It's just a matter of who has the ball last uh, in North Carolina contests. We also had a really big line movement with Alabama, obviously a huge public team, national spotlight. They lose to LSU and they opened last week as Bama minus 14 and a half on the look ahead. It opened up today at minus 10 and a half and that's been bet to minus 12. And I, I figured that would happen. I mean, again, Alabama, one game against LSU uh, should not have really changed a whole lot coming into this game against Ole Miss. Now, the one thing that I think is a real consideration here is Alabama's motivation. You know, the West is probably out of reach now. The playoff is out of reach. A really big blow to all of Alabama's preseason expectations. I mean, do they walk into Ole Miss with a with a, 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 a letdown spot, just kind of like, will they come out flat? But these are competitors. I mean, Nick Nick Saban's the best motivator you can have. And, you know, I wouldn't be concerned about Alabama covering this. Ole Miss can't win the West either. So, like, this is kind of a, you know, a game that could have been huge um, and now kind of becomes a little bit of an eh game because LSU is now in the driver's seat for their side of the West, uh, their side of the bracket. Speaking of LSU... Arkansas last week on the look ahead was Arkansas plus one hosting LSU this week. And now it opened at plus three and a half. So I'm not sure that line moved enough. I mean, this is a very interesting one. You saw some huge movements before on these other games we're talking about. But now we've got an Arkansas team that just lost outright to Liberty who's bad and was playing the third string quarterback. And you have LSU just beat Alabama and now controls the West. And there is a argument that LSU could make the playoff. I think here, um, if they went out and then they get to face Georgia in the sec title game, say they beat Georgia. I think they could sneak into that fourth spot, depending on what happens. I mean, TCU couldn't lose the game. They still have Texas on their schedule. A couple of the other teams ahead. I mean, LSU's won a national title with two losses before. And uh, 
it would just be a, a, an absolutely insane story. But I think LSU with wins against Alabama and potentially Georgia in the SEC title game uh, could sneak in. So they should be motivated. They should have all their goals in, ahead of them. And goals they probably didn't even think they had are now in reach, potentially. Uh, going into Arkansas, laying just a field goal, I would be happy to take that. I mean, without digging into the numbers or anything like that, I just... You know, unless you're just like, hey, letdown spot after Alabama. But I personally don't know if I see that as a letdown as much as, um, you know, they should be surging and continue to surge. Uh, Missouri at Tennessee was plus 20 on the look ahead. They're now plus 21. Um, I like Missouri here to kind of cover this. Uh, talk about your letdown spots for Tennessee coming off the Georgia game. I mean, just physical letdown, mental letdown, going into that game. I mean, the biggest game of the entire season. Um, and they just got outplayed, man. They just got outplayed. They got beat. And uh, I think they'll still beat Missouri, but Missouri's pesky and they're nasty. They've taken Georgia to the wire. They took Florida to the wire. Not that good. Florida's not that good. Uh, they almost beat, they really did beat Auburn, except for like a guy crossing the pylon and dropping the ball or something like that. So you know, they, they could have a lot more wins on their schedule. Their defense is pesky. I think they could give Tennessee just like, it's going to be a b bad game. It's not, not going to be a game that Tennessee really wants to go out and play. I think they cover that spread and it's going towards Missouri. So maybe hold off, see if it gets even higher. Uh, Purdue was plus seven last week. Both Purdue and Illinois lost. Purdue lost a game they probably should have. Illinois lost a game they definitely should not have. This game still is for the West, most likely. Uh, most likely this game is for the Big Ten West uh, to make it to the championship game and have the honor of playing either Michigan or Ohio State. It's a big game. It's a huge game. Purdue at Illinois, they were plus seven. Now they were plus six. Um, I don't know what to do with this line personally. Uh, I, I liked them at plus seven. I actually took them on the, on the look ahead there. Uh, ooh, a new one that just came out. UConn plus 14 and a half. With Liberty coming in, um, hey, we're, we're still back in the Huskies, man. They're looking good. 14 and a half at home. They're surging. Liberty just beat Arkansas. Maybe they're feeling a little fat and sassy. I like UConn here. I like UConn here. Um, what else? Let's see. Not really a lot of other movement to speak of. I kind of wanted to highlight some of the movements here. Um... Let's see, I'll, I'll scroll down. You know, since you're getting this late, you might as well get some of the lines that were not out when I recorded previously. And anything look juicy here? UCF as a dog going into Tulane is kind of interesting. Um, I think just, I just think UCF's a, quite a good team. Tulane's very, this is a, you know, a matchup of two very good um, uh, teams here. And I don't know. I think UCF as a dog is pretty interesting there. I, I like that. North Carolina State, after beating Wake Forest, is now a 19-point favorite against Boston College, who's atrocious. Um, North Texas has to go to UAB. They're catching five. That's tough. UAB just had a huge game against UTSA. I think UAB is pretty good. They've had a, a disappointing season in the win-loss column, but I still think they're pretty good. Um, no lean there. How about Miami? Miami, Florida. Mario Cristobal's Miami, Florida. Going to Georgia Tech. They are dogs. They opened at plus two. They're now plus one. But they are technically still underdogs playing at Georgia Tech. Ooh, 
Who would have ever seen that coming? I mean, holy smokes, that's just unbelievable that that's what we're talking about here. So I'm just kind of going down the list and want to make sure and give some updates here. Texas A&M at Auburn. Texas A&M is two-point favorite. Who knows what to do with that game? Ugh, gross. Florida State, a seven-point favorite at Syracuse. That's quite interesting. I mean, Syracuse with their quarterback, I backed them this past week, thinking Costa Real Wilson wasn't too bad, and he turned out to be not very good. Um, if he plays again, it's still something that I would definitely consider. Um, plus seven, Florida State coming off a massive rivalry game, just blowout of Miami. They could come in a little sluggish. Uh, can Syracuse ride the ship and finish the season strong? It's kind of the question you have to ask yourself um, whether or not you think they're up for this game. But it's at home. I kind of like them plus seven. I really, I think my initial lean would say give that give that a try. Um, let's see. How about some action? We have the Maxions lines out. I like Eastern Michigan to cover against Akron. Minus seven. That's come down. Um, Toledo minus 11 and a half. I kind of like Ball State catching that those points there. Ball State is not as bad as I thought they were going to be. Um, and honestly, this this has MAC title game implications. If Ball State wins this game, they would be in the driver's seat for their side of the MAC. This is a huge game for Ball State. I don't think anyone thought they would be here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think anything over 10 or 11 is a real nice line to take the points and uh, figure they're going to give Toledo a tough, tough game. I can't touch Kent State anymore. They're only two and a half point favorites at Bowling Green. I mean, if you would have told me that weeks ago, I'd have been like, oh my gosh, you give me Kent State all day and twice on Sundays. They're weird. They're a weird team this year. I don't think I can just touch. I can't touch them. Uh, Georgia Southern at Louisiana Lafayette. Plus three and a half Georgia Southern. I have to take that money line. I don't think the reason that stuff that's that good. They're very stingy on defense, though, and they can run the football. Um, but I think this Georgia Southern team is is kind of, you know, I, I've been enjoying their season. I like this Georgia Southern team. Um, so I would probably take that even on the money line there. All right, I think that's going to do it. I mean, uh, sorry, this is a little bit less uh, produced than... It would have been otherwise. Sorry for the technical difficulties in the late release, but not too much change. I mean, the biggest thing is that Louisville keeps coming down uh, and Clemson keeps needing to cover less and less points as the week goes on. It's down at seven. That's the one I'd highlight the most. I mean, I just, you can, you, know, you need to do your own evaluation. I'm saying for me, my perception, I would not erase all those points because Clemson had a bad night at, at Notre Dame. And I've been anti-Clemson all year. But I also don't think Louisville's very good. And I think that's just too much of a movement there. Um, too too much. That's all. All right. Stick with us. Go to campuscanta.com for all your college football needs, from betting to recruiting to college fantasy football, lineup decisions, waiver wire, uh, rankings out the wazoo, all that stuff. And uh, we'll talk to you next week.